tough crowd. It is such an honor to be here this evening together with all of you. And I would like to thank um, the school administration, teachers, the school board um, for leading our school well, always to the heart of the Father. It matters more than you know. I'd like to thank the students for putting up with my rants and my passion and my never knowing what's going on. And to parents and families who have embraced not only me, but others, uh, what a gift to have you as part of this family. Congratulations to the class of 2022. Graduates whose high school years were spent almost entirely in the grips of a historic pandemic. Those who faced cancellation after cancellation of all things fun the extracurricular activities and sports that fueled them. A season marked by fear of illness, the unknown, and restrictions that left many in isolation and anxiety. However, we certainly have much to celebrate this evening. You have overcome pandemic setbacks. You have crushed deadlines or perhaps been crushed by deadlines. You have risen to new challenges and come out stronger. This is the part where, am I, where I am supposed to say something brilliant. I don't have any brilliance tonight. Just a small sliver of my heart. This evening, class of 2022, we find ourselves at the precipice of possibility. For the past two and a half years, life has been full of incredible disappointments, huge losses, and unrelenting hardship. There have also been bursts of joy, <laughs> moments of happiness, Incredible memories that we will never forget when Peyton set off the car alarm with me in it. <laughs> Razzles, retreats, OEOEO, victories and celebrations along the way. The difficulty embedded within the disappointment that you've endured throughout your high school years has left scars. Scars that can sometimes look like apathy, indifference, or neutrality about many things. It's hard to get y'all excited about anything. And to be honest and fair, it totally makes sense. Because in a blink of one hot March afternoon, it was stripped away. We found ourselves looking for toilet paper everywhere. And we found out quickly who our real friends were, those who might share. And for all of you one-ply paper users, you can do better. You should do better. And frankly, every single adult in this room this evening find themselves in the same place. Exhausted, 
and excitable, dull and on edge, indifferent, apathetic. But here again, we are at the precipice of possibility. And as you exit this season and begin your new journey, the question that remains is this, which path will you choose? Every single person in this room at Cornerstone within your family, coaches and friends, we are thrilled for you at the possibility of what lies ahead for you and God's plan for your life. But the problem is only you get to choose. There's a famous poem written by Robert Frost. Listen and picture the imagery. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. In both that morning equally lay and leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. There's a story of a young girl, the youngest of seven. She grew up in an abusive home full of chaos and confusion and fear. She trusted Jesus at a young age and prayed nightly with tears and her best friend that the really big God she knew would come in and save the day. By the time she was in college, she found herself disappointed, angry, and confused. Where was God? Why had he not answered the prayers? This young girl was so faithful to pray. So this young girl, once full of hope and a deep-rooted belief that God could do anything, decided to choose her own path. It was a winding path, an uphill climb of drug and alcohol abuse, a path of bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. Until she hit rock bottom, alone with a bank account that was negative, an addiction she could not control, and a huge cabin that she had rented for her birthday when not one single friend showed up. She lived in her car for a week, refusing to be humbled and broken until one day she moved in with a professor, a professor who would love her right where she was, brokenness and all. I know this story because it is mine. And after getting sober and clean for nine months, I asked my professor if I could pay her back rent to say thank you for all that she and her family had done for me. And she said something that night that marked me, that God engraved and emblazed 
on the rough patches of my heart. She said, Tara, go and live your life to the best you can for Jesus. That'll be enough. And that day, Tara chose a road. The wide path always looks easiest, more fun, more enticing. More people choose the wide path. But there's another path, another road less less traveled. It's the way of Christ, a path that none of us truly know what it looks like. It's a path of obscurity in which it becomes more about Jesus and far less about us. It's the path of refining in which we encounter situations that constantly throw us to our knees, completely dependent on the mercy and grace of God. It's the path of service, always being the first to pick up the toilet brush or the shovel, because everything can be an act of worship when it's done as unto Christ. It's the path of love and forgiveness in which we yield our demand for justice and wrongs made right and we acknowledge that Christ justified every wrong on the cross. Not just ours, but those of the ones who have betrayed and hurt us the most. It's the path of joy in which God surprises us with his faithfulness and provision around each and every turn and bend. It's the path of adventure in which we yield the pen to God and allow him as the Alpha and Omega to rewrite our stories. It's the path of his glory on display because only in and through Jesus do we have anything good. It's the path of belonging that Jesus accepts me just as I am flaws and all, and knowing all that he knows, he still loves and chooses me. It's a path of disappointment in which we will pray hundreds of prayers that seem to go unanswered or perhaps not answered in the way we desire because God is sovereign in and through it all. Who can understand the mind of a God whose ways are not our ways And his thoughts, not ours. It's the path of provision in which we take our not enough and God matches it with his more than enough. And miracles happen all around us every single day. Job. In the book of Job. Somewhere between Genesis and Revelation. Job was a man favored by God. The enemy said that Job only loved and served God because his life was so easy. Job had crops, land, livestock, ten children. Job had it all. So God allowed Satan to test him. And in the blink of an eye, literally within 24 hours, Job lost Everything. Livestock, servants, crops, 
Ten children and his own health were all taken from Job, probably even his toilet paper. (laughs) But Job, Job, Job trusted God. Job trusted God as much as he did when he had everything as when he had lost everything. Job trusted God. The end result, Job was restored fully. Not just what he lost, but what he was given more than what he had lost. Multiplication, favor, blessing. Too many blessings to count in number. The best years of my life have been the ones in which I've walked with Jesus. Don't get me wrong, there are still plenty of disappointments. But walking the path with Jesus changes everything. Every mistake is rewritten in this ink pen of grace with opportunity to use it for him, his name, his fame, his glory, and his honor. I still have answered unanswered prayers, but I have also seen God moving and answering prayers in ways too beautiful to put words to. From one who has walked both roads, I implore you, seniors, please choose wisely. Please Choose wisely. We're not always guaranteed a second chance. We're not given a redo at life or a second life. Please choose wisely. Only you get to choose how the rest of the story Deuteronomy 31.8 says this, And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Life will be hard. You cannot Make it without full dependence and trust in the goodness of God and on the mercy of Christ Jesus. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Please choose wisely. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. You and I are nothing apart from Christ. We are not entitled or owed anything but the wrath of God and the punishment of hell. But had it not been 
for the perfect son of God the Father, Jesus Christ, who gave up his life and endured an incredibly painful, shameful death, there would be no reconciliation to God the Father. Our sin separates us from a very holy God. Our pride separates us from a God who desires to love us and to walk with us and to encourage us and to be our strength in the middle of our weakness. We deserved that cross, that scorning, that public humiliation, that shaming. But Jesus, there is no life outside of Christ Jesus. One day your bank account will be empty. I hope not, but one day you're going to lose someone you love. One day you might get a report from a doctor that's not what you wanted. There's going to be disappointments and broken dreams and cancellations and hopefully not another toilet paper shortage. But you know what there will never be? There will never be a God who doesn't love you and choose you and call you by name. There will never be a God who turns his back on you in his disappointment. There will never be a God who says, I've forgiven you enough, you've run out of chances. There will never be a God who doesn't fight for you or believe in you or want to use you to impact the world. There will never be a God who stops loving you or cheering you on. There will never be a God that you can't trust. Which path will you choose? Graduates, who will you trust? Will your life speak of the faithfulness and goodness of God? And whatever you do, wherever you go, whatever you put your hands to, will you make much of Jesus Christ through and in all things? Or will it just be about you? Will others experience the goodness and kindness and love of the Father through you? What kind of legacy? will you leave behind? How will your your story finish? What will people say of you the day you are no longer here on this earth? What, how would your obituary read? What would they engrave on your tombstone? I think about death a lot. My favorite color is black and not because I'm morbid. It just encourages me that I'm just passing through. This is not our home. Don't get so comfortable here that you forget. You were called to greatness. You were called to greater things in and through Christ Jesus. You are called to be a cycle breaker. You are called to be a history maker. You are called to be a difference maker. What path will you choose?
You know, heaven is a, a funny thing. It's hard for us to wrap our minds around the beauty and glory of it since we've never experienced it. But you know what doesn't go to heaven? Our cars. <laughs> our degrees. Our trophies. Our bank accounts. What goes to heaven with you, for those of us who have trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ, is our love and faith and adoration of the one true God, the only one who is worthy. Graduates, class of 2022, what path will you choose? Please choose wisely. Can you believe and declare and trust that God is still good even when circumstances speak otherwise? I've had a lot of tests with that this week. It's been difficult and I'm afraid I've failed most of them. You know, in a cellar wall, on a cellar wall in Auschwitz. Someone found a quote scratched there during the Holocaust, presumably written by a Jewish captive. These words were scratched on that wall. I believe in the sun, even when it is not shining. I believe in love, even when I cannot feel it. I believe in God, even when he is silent. Scratched on the cellar wall in Auschwitz during the Holocaust, presumably written by a Jewish captive, were these words. I believe in the sun even when it is not shining. I believe in love even when I cannot feel it. I believe in God even when he is silent. And engraved on the palms of his hands, are each of your names. I believe in Tara, even when she doesn't believe in herself. Insert your name. I believe in Trace, even when he doesn't believe. God is good. God is faithful. God is God, period, alone. Choose wisely. All of heaven is cheering you on and your destiny and legacy awaits you. Ready to be written hand in the hand with the one who bears your name, your disappointments in your heart. Will you trust him, especially when all seems lost? Graduates, you stand at the precipice of possibility. What path will you choose? Father, I thank you. I thank you for your goodness and faithfulness in my life. God, you have been so faithful to a wretched sinner like me. Because that is who you are. That is the very nature and character of who you are. You are the one true God, the big G, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, Jehovah 
Yahweh, the Holy One, my rescuer, my shelter, my strong tower, my healer, my deliverer, my father, and my friend. God, I pray for each one of these graduates, God, that you would engrave the nature and character of who you are on their hearts, God. May they run after you harder than they run after fame or success or money. God, may they throw all of them and, and their worries and their cares and their anxieties and their hopes and their dreams and their plans onto you. God, give them the grace and strength and wisdom needed to choose the path wisely. God, give them ears to hear your voice above all the other noise of the world. God, raise them up to be young men and women of integrity, of purity. God, use this class to rewrite the history books, God. Only for your name, your fame, your honor, and your glory. Bless them, Father. Give their parents and families and friends grace. God, we declare tonight that you alone are God. We declare, God, that you are good. And God, we declare that you are faithful. In Jesus' name, amen.